Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Podcasting for Educators. One of my main goals for creating this show is to give you actionable strategies that you can implement as a way to grow your podcast audience. As TPT sellers or someone who works in the teacherpreneur space, Instagram is definitely the place to be. And whether we like it or not, we know what is working really well right now on Instagram and probably not going anywhere anytime soon. Can you guess what I'm going to say? It's Reels. Some of you love them and some of you hate them, but Reels can be a fantastic way to repurpose content from your podcast episodes while reaching the largest number of people for free. Now, as I've said before, I like to stay in my lane of podcasting, and I am no Reels expert, so I am bringing in Chanel Moore to give us all kinds of great tips for making Reel creation feel doable, no matter if you're a type A batch queen or someone who likes to kind of take it day by day. Chanel is the co-founder of Routine Your Reels Marketing Membership and host of the Routine Your Dream podcast, the podcast that shares marketing and success habits for online entrepreneurs, mainly teachers with online businesses such as TPT or online courses. Chanel is a marketing strategist and business coach with a passion for helping teachers grow their online business. So in this episode, Chanel and I talk about all kinds of great stuff. She shares why she started her podcast, why she started a separate Instagram account specifically for her podcast, even though she already had a huge following on her other Instagram account. We talk about focusing on a smaller engaged audience over a huge one. And most importantly, Chanel gives us some really great tips on how to create reels, what to make sure that you include in them, as well as ideas on creating carousels that really hook people in. Now, Chanel and I sat down together for almost two hours talking. And so while this is a longer episode, it has been cut down from what it originally was. So if this episode is too long for you, you can always break it up into a couple of sittings. I promise you that it is packed with so much goodness. So you'll want to stick around till the end. Also, be sure to check out the show notes at podcastingforeducators.com to grab a Reels freebie that Chanel has for you. Alrighty, let's get to the episode. Welcome to Podcasting for Educators, the podcast that helps TPT authors and other online educators launch and grow their show. I'm Sarah former elementary school teacher turned podcast manager, and I'm on a mission to help you get your podcast out and into the ears of those who need it most. Busy teachers, counselors, literacy specialists, SLPs, parents, and everyone in between. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and podcast industry updates so that you can be on top of your podcasting game and gain some new customers along the way. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Hello, Chanel. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Of course. So I always love to ask guests when they come on to tell us a little bit about their why behind deciding to start their podcast. And you have your own show called Routine Your Dream. So could you tell us a little bit about what made you decide to start your show, how it got started, how it's going for you? 
Sure. I had a dream of starting a podcast way back in 2016 for teachers. And I thought I was going to go with that focus, but I switched grade levels in 2017. And I found out like in 2016 that I was switching. So that took the backseat. Fast forward to when I started my business coaching business for TPT sellers, I stared at the mic in my office and it's a, it's a fancy mic. Like I spent a nice chunk of change on it and it was just collecting dust. It is a fancy mic. I told (laughs) I, when we first got on, I said, Ooh, I really like the look of that mic. Yeah. It's a lot of people say when they listen to my podcast, like, Oh, your voice is so soothing. Well, it's the mic. (laughs) Yes. It makes a huge difference. And I totally agree with that. Your voice is so soothing. I checked out your podcast and I love it. You've got such a great podcasting voice. Thank you. I, I give a lot of credit to the mic, but yeah, so I saw it collecting dust. I had a business coach at the time who encouraged me to start it because she knew it was one of my dreams. That's what I love about business coaching is they kind of pull you out of your comfort zone and help you go after your goals and your dreams. And so with her nudging, I started the podcast for TPT sellers. And that is, that's the start of the routine, your dream podcast. I really wanted to have a place for people who, at least for me, I know that when I was full-time teaching and trying to run an online business, there was so much to figure out and you had to do it in a very, it's a dance because you're so limited on time. And I didn't have like a full-blown family. I wasn't married when I first started my TPT business. And so I wanted a place to help encourage people that success is hidden in their daily routine. You can make your dreams come true through little tiny actions. So that is my inspiration for starting the podcast. I had a pretty strong why and in a weird way, like I always had this vision and I didn't think this was going to get religious, but I, God showed me a vision of like a lot of like just sad teachers that were potentially suffering, like suffering souls, basically, and just me helping them. And that is pretty much what started. That was the original vision in 2016. And I really felt like this podcast could be a great way to serve the people who maybe aren't just struggling, but are excited about their business and want to thrive. And so that is why I started it. And so your podcast goes into lots of different marketing strategies for people like TBT sellers. And one of the big marketing strategies that we want to focus on today is creating reels. And so specifically today, creating reels as a way to promote your podcast. So let's first talk about how you use reels in your business. And then we can go into some tips for podcasters as far as how to use reels to promote their show. Sure. I started using reels for my podcast Instagram account. So I have a podcast Instagram account that's separate from my main account. My main account is the Pinspired Teacher. And Routine Your Dream podcast is my Instagram podcast. And I decided to focus on Reels there because it's a brand new account. And when we think about great marketing strategies 
for me, a great marketing strategy is one that doesn't take a lot of time and is going to give me the most bang for my buck because I am not the person who lives on Instagram. And I know that some people find certain avenues like social media, like Instagram, like a place where they don't mind just kind of just being there for a large portion of time during the day. They love to like update stories throughout the day. They love, you know, like that just didn't fit my current season of life. I'm a new mom. And when I started the Instagram account, you know, like when you're starting an Instagram account, especially considering I was starting off brand new, but I had all the knowledge of all the right things to do. And you know, like you want to give that account the justice it deserves when you're like taking, well, you're starting fresh, but you're not starting fresh without knowledge. Like I had all the knowledge on how to grow an Instagram account. So it's like, why not use the thing that's most effective, the most effective feature on the platform, even though I'm camera shy, which is funny. And we can get into that because I think that's what holds a lot of people back from creating reels. And I totally get it. I mean, my gosh, the first time I started making them, they took me so long. And so I'd love to hear in a minute your tips on like how you can do this quickly and without it feeling like a super scary thing that you have to do. I was going to ask you before we jump into that, I would love to know, because you mentioned how you have two Instagram accounts. And people always want to know when they start a podcast is, should I have a separate Instagram account specifically for my podcast? And you do. So what was your reasoning behind that? You know what? It's like, it's like when you, when you're driving around in traffic and you see that vehicle with like the big old bumper sticker for like the realtor or something. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And they're like whole side of their car. Like, you know what they do. Well, putting the word podcast. I wanted to put the word podcast in my Instagram account handle because it's so obvious. Like if you're scrolling through and you have like the math teachers podcast or whatever, like everybody knows what your podcast is, even if that content is not even related. Let's say you post a picture of your new puppy, but they see, oh, there's a podcast for math educators. Like it's such free advertisement. Anytime I'm active, if I'm commenting on someone else's page in my niche and it's the routine, your dream podcast commenting, everybody knows, Oh, that's a podcast account. So that is why I did it is for just the free advertisement. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. No, that makes so much sense. And I've never heard it explained like that, but I mean, as you say it, yeah, that's brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. So that is the main, that is one of my main reasons. The other reason is because I have left the classroom. So I wasn't as active on my main account. And I also have two separate audiences, which I think it's important to kind of hear someone's thought process when deciding whether to start a new account, because I don't think it's cut and dry. Like some people, it would actually be perfect to maybe keep your same account, but you might have particular reasons on why you'd want it to be separate. And my main reason for having a separate podcast is because my audiences are different. Mm. I originally went to school for marketing and I remember in college, they taught us like B2B and B2C. B2B is business to business. And so your business serves other businesses. And then B2C is business to consumer. 
And when you have a TPT store, for example, your business to consumer, you are going straight to other educators and helping them. Me, I am business to business because I'm helping me as a business coach. I'm helping other teachers with businesses. And it felt like when I was trying to use my main account to talk about the Routine Your Dream podcast, I was only serving a very small audience because I have around 50,000 followers on my main account, but not all of them are online business owners. And so I wanted a place where I knew that I could start a community and I knew that anybody following Routine Your Dream podcast wanted to hear about the things that I was talking about. And I was okay if that meant like 24 people that were just rocking with me. I love that you said that. Yeah. It's, it's okay that like 50,000 people don't know about the routine, your dream podcast, because I'm not trying to reach all of them. They always say like, get your thousand true fans. That's all you need. Or even a hundred true fans. Yeah. I was going to say a thousand isn't even really necessary. Yeah. Like a hundred, even 20. Like I know my people who are excited about the podcast. I love having a dedicated place where I can go in. I can pull them. I can leave an episode request box inside my Instagram stories by just using the question feature, like, Hey, episode requests. And, And I throw that in every week or every couple of weeks. I try to like, just ask them, or I'll use the quiz feature to say what topic, like of the four episodes, which one are you most excited to hear about? And that will let me know as I look at my content calendar and I'm planning, I can say, oh, wow, like there's a really strong interest in this particular topic from the Instagram community. So I bet my podcast listeners that aren't even on Instagram would probably enjoy this as well. So, I mean, between the the fact that you get to know who your audience is exactly like when you're only creating the content around your podcast, I just feel like it helps you grow. And these are things that I didn't even realize before I started a podcast specific Instagram. Like Mm -hmm. once you do it, you're like, wow, there's so many benefits. But for me, I just knew I just wanted to have a dedicated place for my podcast people. It's like when I talk a lot about when you're starting a show, you really do want to take the time and get specific on who you're speaking to, because ultimately it's going to help you serve that audience better because you want somebody to look at their podcast app and want to listen to every single one of your episodes versus kind of skimming through and saying, oh, well, you know, this one doesn't really apply to me. That's not where I am. I'm not going to listen to it you want people to want to read all of your posts, to listen to all of your episodes. And so really narrowing down that audience like you did with your Instagram, I think is just so smart because even if it's not a as large of an audience as your other Instagram, you know that everybody is there for the same reasons. They're engaged, they're dedicated, and ultimately that's way better than a huge, huge following. So you mentioned how you do something which I... I love when I see people doing this, when I see podcasters doing this is in your Instagram stories, asking people questions, trying to get a feel for what kind of topics they'd love to hear about. And so you take those answers and you incorporate that into your content planning. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you plan your content for your podcast? Sure. Well, for me, I decided when I first started my account Like I mentioned before, reels are going to be a main factor. So my content strategy is based on what is working right now for 
Instagram. And what's working right now is reels and carousels. So when I am thinking about content, I am only really thinking about carousels and reels. I also like audiograms, like little clips of the podcast. But oddly enough, I found that my audience doesn't really care for that. They, they, I think they just want either for the Instagram, like when you're on Instagram, getting just that value piece, whatever that value piece is, but the teasers as posts for me, when I looked at my analytics, I didn't, I noticed that they weren't as popular as carousels and reels. So I think they could do really well in stories. I've found more success with putting those like that style in a story so that people can hear maybe like a minute of it and then they can just swipe through and continue listening. I feel like that's a better flow. So when I was coming up with my content strategy, I decided that carousels and reels were going to be the main focus. So with that being said, now that I know content, my content vehicles basically are going to be carousels and reels. Now it's just a matter of thinking, okay, how can I maybe take a significant point from the podcast episode and turn that into like a 10 slide carousel? And so I break down my carousels in a way that like the first one is like a hook and then that's going to stop the scroll with a powerful captivating title. And then I go into maybe like continuing to gain their interest. And then I kind of go through like an educational experience. Maybe I'm sharing some tips or just showing a method in action or something like that inside that carousel. And it's usually related to a topic that is on the podcast so that at the end, if I have an episode that's related, I can say, want to hear more about this strategy? Click the link in my bio to see this episode. Or if it's just something that's related to the topics that are that I typically talk about on my podcast, like marketing topics, then I might just say, like this content, you know, follow for more or save this or share it with a friend who you think would benefit. Or I might tie it back in the caption to say, hey, I I love to podcast about these topics. If you're interested, I have blah, blah, blah in my bio, you know, like I really try to always bring it back to like why they're here. And I try to stay focused. I'm still in experimental mode, which is another reason why I I was excited to start a new account. I'm in experimental mode. I like to test different things. When I hear a recommendation from Instagram as a business coach, this is like kind of a side, this is a side story, but as a business coach, who's always helping TPT sellers grow their business social media is a fraction of what we do. But if I hear a recommendation, I like being able to experiment on my podcast account. So like simple example is the new recommendation is to use three to five hashtags. So like, I like being able to do like random experiments like that. And so I'm experimenting with those kind of experiments, but then I also like to experiment with the content that my audience likes the most on Instagram. So instead of just saying, boom, here are my content pillars and my topics, I'm like throwing out different things. And I can because it's it's a newer account. So we're still figuring out all the topics that my audience likes. And I love it. It's okay. I have like no pressure. I'm very chill about my Instagram strategy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the same way. I I am definitely active on Instagram, but I'm not 
obsessed with it. I think it's great to view all parts of your business as experiments. You have you have to switch things up and see what works and be open to changing how you do things. I think we get really set in like which is good. It's good to have a routine, but when it comes to different strategies, it's good to to be open to switching things up every now and then. And again, that's one of the main reasons I started my podcast was because I view it as like a calculated experiment that I can, when new features come out, I can be the guinea pig before I implement things with my clients. Exactly. Yeah. And when you say switching things up, I mean, I know so many of my clients who are in such a solid routine prior to reels of like beautiful graphics and photos, and they just had like a system that worked. And now that reels is here, it's like, wait, at least at the time of this recording, some most most people are having a lot of success with their old strategies, but we know that the shift is coming more and more where reels will be prioritized and video content will be prioritized. And it's like, if you haven't dived into more video, now's such a great time to start switching that routine up and being a little bit more open-minded and flexible with it so that you're not left, you know, like what happened? Like back when Facebook, like the pages used to be a thing and now it's groups, you know, like, and now everybody with pages who grew their pages, if they don't have like a Facebook group or I'm not on, I'm not really on Facebook that much to really know, but yeah. you know, when, when the tides change, you have to kind of roll with it. Yeah. You just gotta, you just gotta lay back and let it take you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I mean, definitely there's so many teacher gram accounts that already have these big, large followings with people that have been with them along their journey for years now. And so they haven't really had to use these strategies like reels, but like you said, now is a great time to start things like, like reels, quick videos with your Instagram, because it definitely is taking off and it's only going to continue to grow. I will say, even if you don't have a big following and you're like just starting off doing reels, one of my clients started a podcast and she started it in October and she has been using reels as her main strategy for her podcast and her, she's so niched and she's just blowing up. And it's such a, like she has videos. She has about, I want to say last time I checked She was around 300 followers ish. Maybe she's around four now, Mm -hmm. but like her podcast account is getting 20,000 eyeballs on it. 11,000 eyeballs on it with these reels. You like, you can't get that kind of exposure for free. Really? I mean, unless you're maybe like on TikTok or again, short, short form video is where it's at. Yeah. So like if she were to post a photo with a, even with the best hashtag strategy in terms of reach and getting those eye, like those eyeballs on your podcast like it's absolutely just amazing to see that it works from whether you have that big following of teachers or even if you're starting from scratch or you're like wait I have this big following like I had 50,000 followers and then started at zero for my podcast. So it can be a little bit like, should I do it? Yeah. Trust me when I tell you it works. You don't even have to have a lot of followers. As of right now, we know that more and more people will jump on the reels trend. And of course, it'll be harder to be to get your reel seen, you know, but as of right now, you can get a lot of reach with reels. Yeah. I mean, 
from the perspective of somebody scrolling on Instagram, I know I'm guilty of it, even though I try as hard as I can not to be, but they suck you in and you can sit there and scroll and watch reels all day long. My goodness, because they, I mean, it's engaging and it's, it hooks you and it, and it stops you from looking at other things. I mean, now I never go through like the feed and look at people's, unless it's that very first one that pops up, you're not really seeing those regular feed type of post. It's like a 10, 10 second scroll on the home feed and then it's right. off to reels. Yes, exactly. <laughs> reels are, and stories. I mean, those stories, are like the yeah. two big things. Yeah. Okay. So let's dive into all things reels. I would love to know your best tips. Let's start with what are some reels ideas that would be great for podcasters? Ooh, so fun. Okay. There's so many ways you can use reels for your podcast. I think the first like thought when you're thinking like, okay, I have a new podcast. How do, how would I use a reel for that? Going back to that, that audiogram, I have one of my very first reels is basically an audiogram in reels style. So it's like an animated lyric reels video that you can create if you like have uh, procreate on your iPad, or you can hire someone to do it like a VA to just create it for you. If they're a little bit more crafty, or you can use one of like the headliner app or something that will create it for you. Well, anyways, that actually did better in a reels form, not just like a static post with audio to it, but the, that reel as my very first reel starting with zero followers, got around 2000 views. That was my very first post. I thought that was pretty amazing for a brand new account that had, that was posting for the very first time. So that's one way you could do it. I would definitely recommend having like a buffet, you know, and not just sticking to one format always. If you do video based podcast like a behind the scenes video of you at your mic recording, talking like a little snippet, like a video snippet would be really cool. You, those are like more like you creating it. Then there's the trends and the trending audios. When you are scrolling through Instagram reels at the bottom corner, you'll see like a little diagonal arrow to know that the audio is trending If you want to hop on a trending audio, which is great for maximum reach, because a lot of people who are on the trending audio are also like, that's a great way to be discovered. Basically, we don't have to go into too much detail on that, but I think it's really cool to hop into a great, like a trending audio so that you can show that your podcast is relevant. It's like what's on trend this week in Instagram reels. And then you're inserting your podcast into that. Let me think of an example. All right. So you may have seen, and by the time this podcast airs, this will be an old trend, but the one where like they're nodding, like you're nodding to the beat. Oh yeah. That's so popular right now. Yeah. And then you switch the camera angle and it's like a line of people all nodding. Well, what if you were announcing a new episode and you're nodding and then you're nodding with your headphones and podcast mic. And it's like new episode about, you know, structuring your guided (laughs) Yes, or whatever, but you're excited because there's a new episode. That would be a way to take, take a look at the trends and really focus on how you can weave the content that you're sharing on your, 
on your podcast or just like the behind the scenes, but only through the lens of a trend. Always look through the lens of a trend if you can, because that's what's most entertaining to people that week. It's it's what's working on Instagram. So it's like, don't reinvent the wheel kind of yes. thing, especially if you're strapped for time. Go with what's already working. <laughs> yes, totally. I like to, what I've been doing for my last few episodes is before I record or like right after I'll re- I record, I'll kind of scroll through and see what's trending. And it's amazing. Like if you have your episode in your mind, you can match it up to a reel so easily, like way easier than you might think. It's There's so many ways to be creative in how you use this trending audio and somehow link it to the content in your episode. It's actually really fun. <laughs> I love the idea of doing like scrolling while it's still fresh in your brain, because yeah. like, what if you had an episode where you were sharing like your five step process or five tips to something, you're not going to go into five tips on a reel, but you might share one, two or three tips. And then in the call to action in your caption, you might say one, I learn more about this or want to hear the full process? Or do you want to see what that full, you know, instructional block looks like or whatever? Yeah. Go check out the podcast because I go into much more depth than a seven second reel. You know? Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's a great way to hook them in and, and want more. I'm thinking of last week or this week. I was just telling Chanel, I feel like we're recording this over the week after Christmas. And you know, that week, between Christmas and New Year's is kind it's of a timeless. blur. <laughs> it's like it's a vacuum of no time. <laughs> yeah. So I'm totally like lost on which episode I'm on. I think it was that. Yeah, it was this actually the episode that aired today. I was talking about what happens if you get a bad review. That was just like a teeny tiny detail in the episode because I was talking about what kind of stats to track. And I went into reviews and oh my gosh, what happens if you get a bad review? And it made me think of I'm sure you've seen the reel where it's like, if I want your critique, I'll ask. Have you seen that one? (laughs) I have. Yeah. And so that one would be like perfect. And that's just a tiny detail that I just pulled out of the episode and can easily make a reel for. And that's with that trend. But then like, let's say that you're recording and you're not like your, your brain is not focused on Instagram and you don't have time to go see what's trending right now. Just knowing that that little piece, like that in that episode that you just posted today probably has like at least five to 10, like little points that you could make as bite-sized their bite-sized information that you could share as a reel. So like what to do when you leave a bad review, there's so many angles. You could look through a lens of a trend it could just be you finding a trend, like an audio and just, you know, well, you could, you could use a trending audio that you don't know exists yet, but you know, the content that you want to do. So then when one pops up on your feed, whenever that is, you could be like, Oh, like if, like, let's say you never heard of the, if I want your opinion, I'll ask, or what is it? If I if want, I want your, your critique, critique, I'll ask. <laughs> yeah. Let's say that you had no idea that trend existed, but you know that you have the, what to do with a bad review, you know, in an episode, you could be like, wait, that'd be perfect for that little piece of content that's in my podcast episode. So reels are just little bite-sized commercials for your podcast through the lens of what's working on the Instagram app at the time of you looking. Um, You can also do character reels that have nothing to do with trending audios. So you can do like little mini skits 
So going with the what to do with a bad review, let's say you played the character of you down in the dumps because you got to like you look at like you film yourself looking at a bad review and then you're down in the dumps, hoodie on, undercovers, <laughs> you know, yes. slinging back the ice cream or something. <laughs> and then like the you can give a character like a positive thought or a positive trait. You can make that a character and personify it. And it's like, but then my, you know, like conscious realizes that I have, I'm serving thousands of educators every day and helping them. Or, and then I realize I have a thousand good reviews for that bad one. And then like, so, but you don't even have to use like audio there. You could literally make up your own skit as long as like, it's nice and short and sweet. Mm, Yes. (laughs) And it's so easy to do. Like we're talking like, you being down in the dumps about a bad review me, like it would, maybe the caption would be, or the on-screen text bubbles would be me when I see a bad review and then like cut to the scene where you're happy dancing in a field of daisies because you remember how those aren't your people and you, you know, who you're serving or something like that's a 10 second reel right there. So even if you can't find, or you're not interested in using trending audio, you can really make it your own. There's so much you can do. Yeah. There is. I, I love those ideas so much. And I love the the first idea that you gave about almost making a reel out of an audiogram, because I know that if you've never used video on your Instagram before, a lot of people, they don't want to show their face. They don't want to mm-hmm. be on there. And so that's a really good way to kind of ease into the idea of reels without having your face on there. And then as you go, hopefully you'll get a little bit more comfortable with with showing yourself. You know what? That's exactly why that was my first post. Yeah. I was trying any and every way to not show my face on camera because I am camera shy. So it's funny that I have a Reels membership because I'm camera <laughs> shy, but, but you know what works? So yes. And it's like, you know what? And then the thing is you can phase it in like the character thing, like acting out little mini skits that is like advanced. Like if you're totally comfortable with the camera and have time and you want to do that, sure. Mm -hmm. But you could literally film yourself for two seconds. Like if you're okay, taking a picture, you could film yourself pointing down, smiling, like, or waving or pointing up above you for two seconds and then cutting to like, a whiteboard or sticky notes or just screen text or something or like, or when you're thinking about having like a podcast for teachers, which I know your audience does there's, if you're like in your classroom and you want to just be like four things I use every morning for spelling, and then you just flip the camera around or don't even add your voice. Don't even show yourself. Use the text to speech feature where it's like the computer saying four things I use every morning with my students. And you're literally just showing them. But then like in your caption, you can say, if you want to hear the podcast about this, then go check that out. It's a new episode. Yes. That's perfect. I've even, I've seen people, you can create almost like a carousel. I would think of it like graphics on Canva that kind of walk through some sort of educational journey or, or something related to your latest podcast episode, and then take those graphics, match them up to music and you have a reel. So absolutely. So it's a great way to start. Yeah. You're probably going to get most conversion if you are showing your face. I will say that. Yeah. So it's like maybe set some goals to try to 
for me, when it comes to batching, because I am so shy, when I'm feeling confident, I'm batching a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk about that because I'm, I'm like, it kind of depends on my mood. You definitely feel better and more confident if you, you know, get dressed and you feel like you look nice. And so I totally get that what you just said. So as someone who is camera shy, what it, what do you do? You batch, do you batch your reels? And if so, what does that look like? Okay. My, my batching, I'm like more of a type B person, type A person. I can tell you, I'm not going to say it's the right way and the wrong way. Yeah. It's more so like the planner's way. And then like the lazy way, like the quick and easy, like, let's just get this done while I'm feeling confident way. And I'm glad (laughs) that you say this because I am all about this. Like, I think I am never somebody who's going to sit here and say like, this is what you need to do. No, you need to figure out a routine and a process that works for you and your personality type and the way that you work. So I think it's good to touch on both of those. Okay. So then I will share like, if you're more of a planner person and you can plan these things out and you like to have that, like, okay, I have everything ready. Now I'm going to record process than what you can do. And I'm going to go ahead and just use what you said, like right after you record a podcast, that would be a great time to just transition into this like workflow. Start scrolling the audios, looking for trending audios. That's a great way to start. If you are the person, we're just going to assume that you're tapping into the most popular features on Instagram because that gives you the most reach. So let's just go with the trending audios approach. If you're doing skits and more personalized content, then your process will look a little different. But I know most people are just trying to jump into reels in the easiest way. So we're going to go with that style of reels. Perfect. So the fastest planner way is to find your trending audios, plan out what you're going to say, have your tips or whatever it is ready then gather your outfits, your props, whatever you need, and you just have everything ready to go so that on the day of filming, which is usually in a different sitting, because looking and searching for your trends, figuring out what you're going to say, planning out your outfits and props and everything, that takes a lot of time. So chances are you're going to film then in, a, in another sitting. So then you sit down and you batch based off your plan. Usually like a spreadsheet works best for that kind of planning method. That's not the method that I use for the way I batch reels. (laughs) So the way I do it is similar, only here's where most people get stuck. And this is where I get stuck. Okay. You see a fun reel and you're like, wait, that's so fun. I would love to do that. But then you're like, wait, so let's say you're in that typical planning method, like batching workflow that everybody suggests that style, it's like, well, I don't know what I would say. And then you kind of get stuck on that content piece, which is the most important piece that I call it the value piece, because you know what the audio is going to be, you know what you might have to say or do, but it's like, but what, what will my take on that trend be? What will I say? And then if you're looking at like, let's say you're batching 10 reels or even five reels and you're like, wait, what are what are my tips going to be? I don't know. Like, and then you get stuck there and then the reel never gets out and it never gets made. So instead I flip it. So I just casually DM myself since I have two accounts, Mm. I DM myself reels that I would love to recreate. 
And I almost create almost a menu in my DMs to yeah. myself because I have two accounts. And you could do this if you have like your teacher account and then you have a personal account or something. You could do this. Yeah. Or you can save the audios. Like you could just save the reel or save the audio, whatever works for you. I like to DM. I don't know why. It's just easiest for me because then I have like an inbox. I'll, I forget about it. If yeah. it's just a saved audio, I forget about it. So I just DM myself. And then I went. Let's say I'm feeling good. It's a Saturday morning. I have my hair, my makeup on. I'm like, you know what? I feel like recording. What I then do is I go through those, those DMs and I watch them and I'm like, oh yeah, I can record this one. I don't think about what my content's going to be because the way Reels works right now is let's say it's a reel where like we referenced earlier, the like you're nodding your head to the beat and it's exciting and then you turn. All you have to do is film yourself doing that and you can figure out the content later. So I was able to batch like 50 reels. I did a, I have a free video on this, by the way, I can send you the link to it. Yeah. I'd love to include that in the show notes. So I just go through and if it's like three tips or whatever, and it's a fun audio, I'll record myself pointing to three things that I have no idea what that will be. But then on a separate day. Cause at that point, you know, like the energy it takes to be like camera ready for yes. someone who's shy. Like some people will just record themselves in bed. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have no filter. And I love, I love, I love yes. people like that. Yeah. I'm not that person. I have to like really be ready. It's good for to the recognize camera. like what you, have you to tap need. into your strengths. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So if I'm feeling camera confident, that's what I'll call it. Camera confident. I like it. And I'll just go through and I'll record a bunch of reels bunch, a bunch, just I'll be, I'll go. And then once I blow through my DMS, I'll hop onto the reels, the reels, I don't know, tab and I'll find more and I'll just keep recording. And the way I do it is a lot, I guess, like less planny because like, after I'm tired of seeing myself in the same outfit for a while, I'm like, you know what? I think I'll change or I think I'll grab some props. Like, yeah, like it's very, I, I don't try to, I, I don't know. I just, the planning process would stress me out and <laughs> So I just don't do it that way. And then you're laying on your couch in your sweatpants. You have this bank of drafts all ready to go. And you're like, Hey, I did a, I did a little tip on in my most recent podcast about what to do with a bad review. And this audio that I filmed myself to would work perfect for it. So I'm going to pop this content in and post but you wait until you have the content and you have the content figured out, but you're not watching someone else's reel trying to figure out what it is. You're watching yourself. Yes. And that helps so much to just get it out. This is so smart. I have never thought to do it this way. And it makes so much sense because it's so, so much easier to just knock them out and you can find so many ways to tie in your content from your episodes. I mm-hmm. love this. I'm going to try this try it. That's how I was able to do 50 in one night. And I had no idea that I (laughs) did 50. Wow. That's why I'm like, you you guys need to try it because it's so fast. Like you're, you're sitting there and you're recording. And then the other thing is don't get too caught up on like wearing the same thing because if you're batching like a bunch of episodes, one, I don't think people really care (laughs) if you're in the same outfit, but two, you don't have to release them in the same order. So right. like, if you're like, you know what? I've recorded like five in a row in the same sweatshirt. Let me change. Mm-hmm. Then you can just kind of like hop around. Yeah. And you'll have posts in between them. I follow one account where the girl literally wears the same outfit in mm-hmm. every single reel. Yep. 
and that's totally okay. Like you're not yeah. judging for her for it. Like no. maybe the first month people are gonna be like, wait, do you, <laughs> but then by the second month and the third, they're gonna be like, okay, yeah, she washes, she washes yeah. it. That's her thing. Okay. There's going to be an awkward period where it's like, uh, or like you had a really long batch session, didn't you? <laughs> But then it comes, then your audience is like, wait, this is just your thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. And they just go with it. So like, just try not to be too, too like concerned about that. It's more so about serving your people. Like they don't care. They just want, if you're helping them, that's all they care about. So, and then the other thing is I was on maternity leave. I was not focused on Instagram. So when I did those 50 reels, that was my first time doing reels and I got, I made 50. So I got better. You know, like when you're like mega batching like that, your skills grow really, really, really fast. So like, even though I did 50, I can physically see the growth in one night of like how much better things got. So those first like (laughs) 10, I'm like, wow. But even if you're not ready to like go full blown mega batching, you're still going to see like you grow so much faster when you're able to just focus on getting them recorded, mm-hmm. ha- letting them hang out there. You don't have to post them ever, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's just getting comfortable with the process. Yeah. It's just like when you start your podcast, like after a year or so, you're probably going to cringe at your first few episodes, but mm-hmm. you grow along the way and you learn and you get better as you go. So I love these tips and I can't wait to try these now real quick. What are, are there any things that you can think of that like are must haves for reels in terms of like things to make sure you include, you want them to have some sort of value, some sort of hook. Yeah, I can absolutely share on that. So I have a membership called routine your reels and we always base it on like the must haves of what you have to include. So we always make sure that you have a hook and you have two hooks with reels. I don't think a lot of people think about this, but there's two hooks. There's the obvious hook. And that's what you're saying or doing in the first like three seconds of the video itself. But then you have your caption hook. So that first line of your caption that kind of appears on the reel that should try to hook them into reading the caption because it's not like depending on where you're viewing the reel, you might not see the caption. So you need to have a way to hook them into reading the caption as well. So those are two must-haves. Then you have your value piece, and I like to call it the core content. So what makes up the meat of the reel? Now Now that you have their attention and they're watching, how are you getting them to watch all the way through? And then the main thing that I see, especially with like TPT sellers creating reels, is there's no call to action or there might not even be context. Like if you don't have a hook core content and you're just like showing something with music, like we don't know why you're showing us it. So you have to have like something. And those are in the form of text bubble, like on the screen text bubbles or your voice that you're adding to the reel itself. Mm. And then you need a call to action because We want them to like, you have their attention. Why not continue that connection with them? And a lot of the times with reels, like it's not just for your followers. It's people who've never met you that are being shown your reels. Right. So it's like, if you're doing a reel for your podcast and you're sharing content related to an episode, you could be like 
share this with a friend or link to episode in bio or some, or read caption mm-hmm. or something to continue that connection because reels are very quick. It's being shown to many people. So take advantage of that by trying to continue that, that connection in some way, asking them to like comment, post, share, visit the bio, read the caption. A lot of the times I like to just say, Hey, read, check out the caption because then we can go into like way more than a reel. So, and then of course you need a caption. The caption is like, don't skimp on the caption because that like Instagram recently announced that your caption is searchable. I saw that. Yeah. You need good SEO for your Instagram caption so that it gives you even longer life and not just with not only having good hashtags, but the caption itself is going to help the algorithm figure out who wants to see this real. So don't skimp on that after you've done all that hard work, make sure that you have, you know, that in there. And then the other part is like, and I don't know if you want to call this must have, but like you want, like, if you can, if it's a little bit longer, if it's like a four or five, six, seven second clip, maybe this isn't necessary, but if you have like a longer Instagram reel, which right now I would consider 15 seconds to be longer, if you can break it up. This isn't like a must, must have, but if you want good watch through, then every two seconds or so change your angle, change your clip. Mm. Yes. I see people do this and I feel like that's something that I need to do. And I I never can like figure out how people do it. Like they'll kind of turn their head and then the next clip is, is like the other side of their face. Oh, transitions. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, even something as simple as like moving the camera. Mm Mm-hmm closer, like zoom in, zoom something. Yeah. 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 Or change your outfit. If you're like, if you really want to dedicate yourself, you know, like if you're sharing three tips, what if you just outfit changed for each tip and they're like, Whoa, wait, Whoa, wait. And then you've got them to watch all the way through. So, and then you might say, why would I do that for something that's only 10 seconds? Remember, remember that story I shared earlier of my, my client who started a podcast from scratch and now has like 20,000 people seeing her real, like this is great free advertisement for your podcast. So it seems silly to like change outfits for 10, 15 second reels, but definitely increases watch through time. So yeah, for sure. And I think it's important that you touched on the fact that it is free exposure. I mean, people pay really good money to put Facebook ads out there to Mm -hmm. get people to see their podcast or their business or whatever they're promoting. This is free. So why not try it? I feel like I could talk to you all day long. I know that we need to kind of wrap up here, but I would love to kind of offer a challenge for anybody listening that if you haven't tried reels yet, I would challenge you and encourage you to try in the next couple of months, maybe aim to make one reel and one carousel for each of your episodes and start there, start with what you feel comfortable with. And I think as you go and with all of Chanel's awesome tips, you'll get way more comfortable over time. Before we go, can you tell us a little bit about where people can find you and where they can learn more about your reels membership? Sure. You can find me at Routine Your Dream Podcast on Instagram. I would love it if you DM'd me, like shared your reel or tagged tagged me or something. If you start to make 
reels for your podcast. I would love to come show your account some love because that'd be really cool to see. Yes, great idea. And you can find out more about my membership that I am a co-founder with Katie Brockmeyer. She's a TPT photographer and videographer. Mm -hmm. And you can go to routineyourreels.com to get on the wait list. We create a marketing like menu almost every single week, a marketing plan of a real two reels that you can recreate for your business. We show that we show you how to do it for product marketing, like your TPT products. We share the potential hook, the captions, everything like the trending audio, the different angles you can get all the things on how to recreate it and make it work uniquely to your business. And then we also do like niche specific reels where it's like, Hey, this is the trend. Here's how you could hop on it, hop on it. Mm. And here's how you could use it for your niche. And we do the same. We give you all those must haves for it. And we even film it every single week to show you how to recreate it. And it doesn't make, I always get so sad because all these beautiful reels that we are actively making, nobody sees (laughs) them because it's exclusive to our members. That but is it's dedication. okay. Yeah. It's, it's okay because our members love it. But yeah, so that is how you can find out. You can go, you can DM me on Instagram if you want a link, or if you want to just go to routineyourreels.com, it'll take you straight to the wait list. That sounds absolutely amazing. Sounds like you guys do all the hard work and then all you have to do is record. So what an mm-hmm. awesome resource for people to have. I love it. And I will include all of your links for your podcast, your membership, uh, your Instagram, everything in the show notes. So people can easily and quickly find you Chanel. Thank you so much for being on here. I learned so much. I know that everybody else is going to learn so much too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun. It has been, I'll have to have you come on again because I, I still have so many questions and I could talk to you forever. (laughs) I would love to come back anytime. If you have any questions or takeaways from this episode, send me a message on Instagram at podcasting for educators. I'd love to hear from you. All links and resources mentioned can be found in the show notes at podcastingforeducators.com. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Bye for now.